Welcome to the audio podcast, the weekly sermon of the First Presbyterian Church of Brooklyn. We continue our multi-access worship both online and our recently renovated sanctuary. Sunday morning service is in person at 11 a.m. and we are live on firstchurchbrooklyn.org as well as the church Facebook page at facebook.com slash firstchurchbrooklyn. All one word, no spaces. Now, this week's message. Merry Christmas, First Church. I hope that today, on the day of the birth of our Savior, you find yourself in a warm and welcoming place. I hope that you are with people that you love, or maybe you're watching this and taking some time to yourself. I hope you have something good to eat or drink. I hope you get to rest. And I hope the celebration is abundant. Will you pray with me? God, May the words in this sermon, especially today, depict and inspire your call to us that by sending your son to this earth to be fully human and fully God, that we might indeed live out their teachings. I pray in Jesus' name, and we all pray in many names. Amen. Amen. Well, friends, I want to share with you some things that I have around my house at Christmas time. These are um, little artifacts that are special to me, Um, And I like to share them with folks. These are called nativity scenes. Some people may call them a crash, Um, but they're little, um, there we go. There There are little scenes depicting the birth of Jesus. This one is from Guatemala. And I actually keep this one up all year long. Um, to kind of remind me of um, why I do what I do and why um, I follow Jesus and why it's so important um, to imagine God as fully human and fully God. Um, So this one is from Guatemala. I'll get it up close so you can see. There's a tree and there's the baby Jesus. And this would be Mary, no, yeah, Mary and Joseph and the star. This one is from Russia and it's pretty pared down, right? There's a, there's an angel up here and Joseph and Mary and the baby Jesus. And my kids know that these come off for storage, so they like to take them off and 
sometimes mix them around. And this last one is what's called a Christmas pyramid. It's from Germany. There's a German name for it. I'm gonna try and pronounce it. Um, the German name, I think, is Weihnachtspiermied. Weihnachtspiermied. Um, if you're German or if you speak German, I welcome your critique in the, in the comments. But this is a, a spinner uh, little thing. And, and this one also has a little bit more in it. There's, there's Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus. And then around here, there's a shepherd and there's sheep. You see the shepherd there and there's sheep. Yeah, Mary and Joseph and the baby. And what's really cool about these is when you light the candles, makes it spin and it'll keep spinning as long as the candles are lit. It's lovely, huh? So I'll put these guys over here. The reason I wanted to share my nativity sets today is because we get a lot of input um, as to who was at Christmas, who was there in the stable with Mary and Joseph during the Christmas season or during the time in which right after Jesus was born. And actually, you know, the Bible kind of gives us um, some information, although I've always lamented that it that it sounds a lot like Mary and Jesus, Mary and Joseph were alone. Uh, but what we know about birth at that time and in that particular location is that it's likely, and, and, and especially since they were going to a place where they were from, um, that they would have been actually surrounded by midwives and other people attending to the birth. Um, so I like to imagine that, you know, in fact, Mary was not alone. Um, she was not the only woman in the space that she would have had a lot of encouragement um, and a lot of support. And then what the Bible does tell us, um, and, and in different depictions and different um, iterations, is that there were animals um, likely at Jesus' birth because they were in some kind of stable or kind of a probably be more kind of like a burrow or a, or a dig out um, of the of maybe the side of a hill and that it might have been where where they um, kept angels because it does mention that um, he was wrapped in and lying and was laid in a manger um, which is the uh, vessel in which animals would eat out of and there were other visitors, um, 
later on, uh, some people say it was even two years after Jesus was born, uh, the wise man or the wise people uh, came. And uh, it's important to note that indeed we don't know um, if they were only men, likely not. Uh, there were astrologers at that time who were women. And it doesn't say how many necessarily. We say three, uh, but there could have been many. And they could have come at different times, uh, etc. And today we heard about the shepherds. Now, it makes a lot of sense that when the angels appeared to the shepherds and said, you need to go see this baby, that they would be afraid. Shepherds were not particularly honored um, or given high regard in that context. And so to be regaled as some of the first visitors to see Jesus might have been scary um, for the shepherds. And nonetheless, they go and visit and see Jesus. And I also imagine that there may have been many uh, that came and, and spent some time with Jesus. And that's lovely, isn't it? That we imagine that there were all kinds of people and animals there when Jesus was born, getting their moment with the Christ child. And I can't help but think about the two times that I gave birth and how it's a complicated moment where you are surrounded by people and you do need support and people love you and want to come and see your baby and want to bring you gifts and so you want all of that. It's so important at the beginning of the, of the life of a child to know inherently that they have community. And both times I gave birth, there was a moment. It was a moment before all the visitors came and after the medical personnel had sort of backed away. And in those, in those two moments, so I have two kids, in those moments, it was just me, just my baby and my partner. And we got to have a few minutes, just us with our new person, with this person that we didn't know yet, but yet we felt so in love with. I'll never forget that moment to just say hi, say welcome, to say I love you, and maybe even to make some commitments. 
And so I go back to thinking about the story of Jesus and how Jesus came to earth as fully human and fully God. And that's important to me because I believe that every human birth is the chance for this wild and weary world to start over. Every child represents another chance for the world to be joyful, safe, comfortable, maybe even inspiring, maybe even liberative. And I believe Jesus coming as fully human and fully God was God saying, I will work with you in getting there. I will work with you in getting to the goal of liberation and the mission of love. So today, whether you're in your pajamas like I am, because I was feeling extra cozy, or if you're with people, if you're around, out and about, I invite you to take a moment, if you can, to sit quietly, maybe alone, maybe kind of off to yourself, and have a moment with Jesus. Take a moment without all the visitors, without the team, to talk to Jesus, to say, I love you, to say, I'm trying really hard. And maybe even to say, I need you and I'm really glad you're here. And I hope that that moment for you gives you a chance to be close to God on the day of Jesus's birth. Thank you for listening to this week's message. We trust you were fed as well as challenged by the content. This audio archive supplements a video library of the entire service. The video, along with music from our internationally recognized gospel choir, is available on firstchurchbrooklyn.org. We provide multi-access worship options both in person and online Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We are live in the sanctuary as well as firstchurchbrooklyn.org and the church Facebook page at facebook.com slash firstchurchbrooklyn. All one word, no spaces. Visit firstchurchbrooklyn.org for more information on both online and in-person worship. Remember that now, as always, you are loved.